Last time, Mimi and Galaxy traveled to the cheerless town of Westman to meet up with their longtime friend Dave. On the way to Westman, they encounter some kobolds. With only one kobold left, Galaxy is bruised and Mimi is on the ground, bloodied. Dave happens upon them and is able to take out the last kobold and heal the girls. The group finds a necklace and returns it to Helm and Murray Buckman at the tavern at the Frowning Jester in Westman. Galaxy gives the singing performance of her life, and Helm and Murray show off their incredible dancing skills. Mimi buys some whiskey, and before they can enjoy themselves further, the gang is taken into a custody by Varys, the town sheriff, as he suspects the group is somehow involved with the recent rash of robberies. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters! Okay, last time that we left off, you girls and Dave made it to Westman. And you got to the Frowning Jester. Uh, that's Sam the, bought some whiskey. Sam bought some whiskey. Yeah, you were really fixated on that. So did you write down whiskey into your in your inventory? Because you said that you were going to savor it and save it for later. Where's inventory? Does she have a, a container to save such thing? Well, she bought a whole bottle. Oh, okay. Um, Where's the inventory plate? <laughs> the, um, I think... In where your picture is. Yeah, so on um, like your second sheet. Is treasure? Yeah, I I would I would write a bottle of whiskey under treasure. Oh. Where's treasure? I don't even know the rules yeah. of it. Is down down it? at the bottom, the, the last Somewhere. box there. Yeah, just write a bottle of whiskey there. Mm-hmm. So as you girls and guys find stuff, you should be writing it into your character sheet so that you remember that you have it for next time. Because you never know when that stuff will come in handy. Yeah. Especially a bottle of whiskey. That always like, comes in handy. God, dr- just pour it in their mouth on accident. I better like, show pro- off my sweet... Water bottle. Nice. And pour it in their mouth and they'll get drunk and just... I have no idea what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) So if she puts the bottle of whiskey... And you're sitting far away from the microphone. She puts the bottle of whiskey in... In the jarro. No. In one of them. That's that's not the lyric, is it? (laughs) One of those not good guys. Okay. Um, they'll get all drunk, and they won't know where they. They'll get all drunk. Yeah. So, so I've been they, drunk to go. So, <laughs> so she. So it'll be easier for her to pass on. Fantastic! I'm so glad that we're spending all this time in figuring out what she's going to do with that bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I'd like her to breathe fire with it. Yeah. Oh. I, think I you could. could do one d four damage with that. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure what skill that would be. Uh, um, well, that's seventeenth level drunken monk is what it is. <laughs> I looked it up. Well, that's good. That's good. That'll save me some time when I try to look it up later. All right. So in Westman, at the Frowning Jester, you girls and guys met um, Helm Buckman and his daughter, Mary Buckman, right? And you returned the necklace that you found from, that the Cobalts had stolen from them. And this is also where you met Varys. Varys was the super tall elf all dressed in black. Uh, he was the sheriff of Westman. And he um, asked you to come with him. Uh, to answer some questions. So he leads you down from the treehouse, the big treehouse that the Frowning Jester is in. Because do you girls remember that? It's like Westman is a town where half of it sits up in these big, huge treehouses and these giant trees. 
Yep, yep. So he leads you down from that, and he brings you to the sheriff's building, which is on the ground floor. Aaron, did you have a question? Is this thaumaturgy? Thaumaturgy. You manifest a minor wonder, a sign of supernatural power within range. You create one of the following magical, magical effects within range. Your voice booms up to three times as loud as normal for one minute. Nice. So picture like Gandalf mm-hmm. from Lord of the Rings. You shall not pass. Right. Yeah. Uh, you cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color for one minute. You cause harmless tremors in the ground for one minute. You create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of your choice within range, such minute. as a rumble of thunder, the cry of a raven, or ominous whispers. For one minute. For one minute. You instantaneously cause an unlocked door or window to fly open or slam shut. So for like exorcist minute. style. Yeah, so I should really... You alter the appearance of your eyes for one minute. Everything you is for one minute. Once, you, you, pick one one one? Oh, you pick one of them. Oh, darn. You pick one of them. Everything is for one I could totally have my own uh, psychic reading... Place and if I could use all of them, totally. Yeah, but you know, Why it is, is everything all one minute. It's not all one minute. It's just some stuff lasts for an hour. Some stuff lasts like all day. Some maybe, stuff is permanent. Maybe when I get level up, I can do two minutes. Bell, that is a cantrip, so you can use it as many times as you want. Oh, I like that. So you could make the ground shake and then make your voice boom and then sure. So you could do all that stuff in succession. Perfect. You just can't do them all at the same time. I'm kind of sad that it's harmless. The sh- the ground shaking <laughs> <laughs> can't even make someone fall, trip, anything. Well, if you're trying to intimidate someone, yeah, that'll work. You that would come can't in. Can't even yeah. make anyone move. Turn I think dead. Turn undead. Yes. Why would what's the benefit? So if as a as a cleric, if we're ever around undead creatures, you have a chance to Blend in. scare them away. Oh, okay. And so you literally turn them and then they they move away from us as quickly as they can. Oh, you just you're turning them around. Right. I and thought the, you and they were run away. Able to turn yourself undead and then no. blend in like <laughs> is that is that camouflage. Okay, darn. <laughs> I never understood that in my entire life of Guys, they're I've just, seen it They're just times. walking backwards like Yeah, they just they moonwalk away. They moonwalk <laughs> away. This would, this would be a zombie. All right. Forward. I'll try. I don't think I'll. I'll just wing it from now on. I won't ask anymore. Okay. Um, there's a lot more here. So, well, I, I guess I could bring up a couple of other housekeeping things. Um, mm-hmm. We made some adjustments with the recording settings. Um, so we also got some feedback that the first episode was too quiet. Mm. So I think I've made adjustments in the recording process to, to boost the volume up on that. Yeah, we, you used uh, thaumaturgy. Yeah, totally did. <laughs> totally did. Only for a minute. Yeah, and then um, we also got uh, booster seats for the girls to sit in because we got some feedback that it was hard to see them in the video because their their faces were being blocked by the microphone. All right, should we, should we get started on the yes. adventure now? Yes. Yes, adventure. yes please. <laughs> adventure time. All right, yeah. so Varys, as I stated before, he led you away from the um, frowning jester. Uh, before you guys could continue with your celebration revelry with with Helm and Mary Buckman, and Varys brings you to the sheriff's office, and he brings you inside. And I said before that that Varys um, he doesn't he doesn't talk very much, so he goes inside, leaves the door open for you. I'm assuming you follow him in. Why is he a sheriff? Right. Wait, what? Because he uses so little words. Because he's a man of action, that's why. Yeah. He's like a spider. Maybe he's really good at emoting with his eyes. Like he is. Okay, let's get on. He can, okay. He can even. Look I'm sorry. In I won't. Brain. I won't pad the DM's <laughs> storyline anymore. He can also do this. Look back and go into his look in his brain. Yeah, he can. He can turn his his eyes yeah. around and look inside his own head. Like and say, that's how you. No, I don't want to do this. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, I don't do this. that's how you know he's thinking. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can do that with my eyes with my thaumaturgy. <laughs> <laughs> you could. You could. I can't even make it halfway. All right, so so you go inside, and the sheriff's office is not is not very big. It's basically a big wooden room with some benches, and there's a desk off in the corner, which you assume is his desk. And there looks to be um a uh there's a there's a teenager. You think it's a teenager because he's got lots of acne on his face, and he's sitting at the desk. Um, and he had his feet up at the time on top of the desk, and he he pulls his feet down really quick and starts shuffling some papers really fast like he was in the middle of working. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. But he pulls his feet down real quick when he sees that Varys walks in. And um, towards the back of the sheriff's office, um, there's uh, four cells, and most of them are empty with the door, the iron doors open. But there is one, there is a, a figure that seems to be lying down in a huddle of uh, of cloth and material. Um, and it seems to be just a big big guy or person that's laying down in the cot there. And that door is closed and appears to be locked. Um, I'm asking, um, why is he locked in there? Um, so Varys looks at the, the, the mass of, of material and cloth that's in there. And he looks back at you for disturbing the peace. What? I couldn't hear and you. For disturbing the peace. What? <laughs> for disturbing the peace. What? Citizens arrest you're disturbing. So, so, so that's when peace. that's when the the teenager that's at the desk he speaks up. Um he said disturbing the peace. What does that mean? It means that he caused too much ruckus. What? <laughs> Oh man, both these voices are gonna get that a lot. He, he, he was—he made a lot of people upset with how much noise he was making, and people didn't like the sound of his voice. You have a really high, high voice, so I can't—I can hardly hear you. I, I don't think that's a—that's really a nice thing to say to someone that you just met. Sorry, but I'm just trying to say. <laughs> I can't even understand what a tiny word is saying. You, you can't understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. Yes. Oh man. How, do you have a dog? I'm sorry, do I have a what? A dog. Do I have a? No, I don't have a dog. Do you have a cat? I have a. I have a. I have a gerbil. Uh, what does he say? His name is Steve. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> it's Steve the gerbil. Can it, does he? Do you have any more pets? No, just just Steve. Just Steve. Just, just Steve. That's a show. Uh, so, is that your dad? Hey, hey, Varys. Officer. Varys, you, officer. Uh, yeah. You're not the officer. Is he the oh, deputy? Oh, Varys. He, um, okay, Varys doesn't say anything. He just looks at you. Varys, you can't arrest somebody just because he's making noise. I sure I can. But it's an unfair. He doesn't mean to make noise. He just, he just shrugs. Like this, like this. What's with uh? What's your name, uh, high-pitched teenager? My my name's Greg. Greg, Greg and Steve. What? All right. So what? and Greg Greg looks at Varys and says, Varys, we've got we've got some reports from from the mayor. His his kids are are missing right now. What? But Varys Varys perks up. He's like, I'll be back. And he turns around and and walks out of the room, leaving Can you with him? with Greg. Wait, what did you say? <laughs> I I started mixing the two voices there. <laughs> I'll be back. That, that 
just has a real He problem. said he'll be back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I able to follow him? family yeah. doesn't have good no, voices. Gre- Greg stands up. He's like, no, you, you, you have to stay here until until Varys gets back. He is On what authority? Uh, well, I'm, I'm his deputy. Ah, deputy. Steve. Deputy Greg. Greg. Steve's my gerbil. Right. Where do you keep your gerbils? <laughs> but I, in a cage at home. Okay. Is the officer that? So I need to I need to step out for for a minute. Good. Um, so, but I'll be I'll just be right outside. But yeah, you guys gotta stay wait, here wait, until wait, I get wait, back. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Is that that was walk that was in here? What? Yeah, that's how it feels. Your dad? <laughs> <laughs> is that your dad? V- v- no, Varys is not my dad. I, well, I, okay, so I should clarify. Greg is a is a human teenager, and and Varys is a is an elf. Elf. Mm. Oh, he. Oh, but are you family? No, Seems no, like no we're not, we're not blood related. Come on. Okay, go do your business. Okay, I'll be I'll be back in a little bit, but remember you gotta you gotta stay here, otherwise I'm gonna be in big trouble. How about going to the bathroom? What what I do out there is my own personal business. How about how about Yeah, he walks out the door. Let's go. Try to make your voice deep um, (laughs) I can understand you. Um I'm gonna go talk to that guy in that Good plan. Yeah, good plan. Okay, so you, you walk you walk over to the bars, and he and the big it's a and the closer that you get, you realize that it is a big hulking figure that's on the cot inside this jail cell. The cot is sagging. Yeah, yeah, it's barely holding up the holding up the weight for this yeah. creature. I Mimi feels that she if she talks normal, he won't hear her, so she backs up and screams. <laughs> Hello! Nice use of the microphone. None of us have been made deaf by that screaming. Right. Good well job. Yeah. Thumbs up. That's the way to do it. Hello! All right, so you both go up there and start yelling at this thing. So the creature, he rouses himself and brings his gigantic feet off of the cot and plants and them firmly down onto the wood floor. And glares. And well, it's hard to tell if he's glaring or not because he's he's wrapped he's up. Furry. He's all furry. He or she is wrapped up like. How about he lost an arm? Nope, nope. He's got he's got all of his appendages. Not yet. And I keep using the pronoun of of he and and him. Um. So so I'll say that it's what he prefers. That is what he prefers. But I'm just saying. Normally, when I'm describing this, I shouldn't give away any kind of information like that yet. So, but we'll just assume. So it's it's a male. Um. And he stands up, and he is about, you estimate, about seven and a half feet tall. He wow. is really, really big. How, how tall is this in your character sheet? I think you're only like five foot one. Five foot one. Okay, so you're both, you're both five foot one. I'm 75 years old, but in elf way, it's 14. Man, I'm only three feet tall. 14. Yep, you're Can only I three feet. I fit between the bars? Not so, that I'd want to. Did you, he could actually squish you. So if yeah, if could. Dave stood on one of your shoulders, then you would be about the same height as as this thing. Yeah, you'd be a little bit taller. Wait, we should have oh, got a coat on. before. I'm you should have got a big her. trench coat. I'm yeah. only two hundred. You're two hundred. Only. How how old is Dave? I'm only. I'm exactly two hundred. Uh, Dave. Exactly. Dave's twenty-five. Dave's tw- Dave is a a healthy, rambunctious twenty-five. How, how old am I in elf years? Twenty two hundred. I don't have that no, conversion. The elf years are the same as human years. Um, they just live way longer. 
Oh, do you mean like how old would you look to a human? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, you you would still be pretty young. You you would look like you're still in your twenties. Um, wow. I'm at seventy five, but in elf years, I'm only fourteen. Will I die soon? Uh, no, you you you'll you'll still live. Well, maybe depending on how this plays out. <laughs> yeah. If you're really reckless, you she might die soon. Died. She, she just dead. died. She she did almost die last time. Oh yeah. No, I did die, but he. No, no, we. You were dying. No, you were dying. Good. We're yep. Dying. Yep. yep. Birdie was paying attention. Yep. All right. So this creature stands up, and uh, he's got a he's covered in lots of leather and uh, uh, furs. And he's got a hood up over his head, and his face and hands seem to be wrapped in cloth, almost, almost kind of like a mummy. But it's a combination of fur and leather, and and you do notice that there are some. Um, his eyes are a very odd coppery color, and it's just it's just really dark. It's really it's really. Um, Make hard to make out what he is, but his face seems a little misshapen, um, and he's just—he's big. He's a very intimidating, imposing figure. And he looks at you. He goes, "What? What's your name?" <laughs> okay, and he says, "My name is Panjed." No, to be Bob. But you can call me Jed because your kind has trouble speaking my name. Jed. Okay, Jed, why are you in here? If you, you don't have to move that far back from the mic if, if you're not yelling. You can just talk in your normal voice now, since you got his attention. Okay, Jed, what? I mean, okay, Jed, um, why are you in there? I was put in... No, I switched to a different voice there. <laughs> I was put in here because I started telling the people of Westman about the impending doom and apocalypse that is coming, and they didn't like the truth that was coming out of my mouth. Well, it's for one thing, it's not. Plus, I was drunk. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. That was a mistake. Well... And I damaged a cart. Well, you... I fell on it. Well, you shouldn't have been too drunk, and you should have gave your right of still not going locked in here, even though you were kind of being annoying. I was being super annoying. <laughs> so they locked me in here to sleep it off. They said that they would let me out in the morning, and that I'll have some sort of a fine to pay, I guess. May I interject something? I'll pay for you. Please do. My character likes to quote or misquote sacred texts and proverbs in every situation. Yes. Uh, I've heard before that you should not should all over yourself, and I think that provokes others if you should on them. You should not shoot, should, should, uh, you should, should, should okay. on, on okay. yourself or others. Saying what he should have done may make him angry, and he's of the size we don't want to have angry. Well, he doesn't seem to get angry by by this advice. Okay. Um, future future notes. But but your but your words does seem to to help um, smooth things over a bit as well. He's like, may I ask you a question? Me? Yes. What is your name? My name is Mimi, and this is my cousin Galaxy. This is our friend Dave. Hey. Dave, Galaxy, and Mimi. Three of you. Two elves and a halfling. Interesting. Dave, where are you from? 
We've only ever established that Dave is from uh, the Midlands of Halfling Country. All right. That's somewhere out west. All right. So I'm from the west. From Halfling Country, I take it. Yes. Past the, the hill dwarves. Why not? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <coughs> Interesting. And I take it that you two elf maidens are from the northern kingdom, the gold petal kingdom. Um, yes. I believe you're right. Aren't they royalty as well? They, they are royalty, yes. We're not worthy. He, and he says, interesting. So, if I were to do this, and he pulls, his, he pulls the hood off of his head and he starts unwrapping his face... And it's a it's a dragonborn. Yes. So it's a it's a dragon. It's a person that looks kind of like a dragon, not not like a kobold. Those kobolds were more. They looked more dragon than person like. This this guy looks more person than dragon like, but he's covered in scales, copper scales. And he's like, so when you see me, do I frighten you? No, no. Interesting. Big no. guy. <laughs> no. So, have the three of you come across any magical items as of late? Um, I have found a nice, probably expensive, um, necklace by it was someone. What's her name again? Mary. 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 M I R I. Mary. Sure. <laughs> Mary. Yay. Mary. <laughs> um, and it was her stolen by Was that magical? Oh. No, it was it was not magical. So, um you girls have not come across any magical items recently. Dave, the only magical item that that you are aware of is your mace. You ha- you have a magical mace. But that I was- haven't come by it. I own it. Correct. So Correct. I'm not going to reveal that. Right. So, um Jed, he says the three of you should keep your eyes open for magical items. They will come in handy in the future. Yeah, tell us of this impending doom. I'm very interested. I'm afraid I've said all that I can. Well, we need to get him drunk. Do you have that whiskey handy? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get him drunk. Okay. So we'll fast forward a little bit to keep things moving along. So um, Jed, um, he'll continue talking to you guys and he'll make small talk, um, but he doesn't divulge any more information. And if you do offer him whiskey, he'll gladly take it, but he still doesn't give you any more, any more information. Hmm. Um, so, uh, so Greg left and it's been like two hours and he hasn't come back yet. Can we go through the desk? Sure, if you want. I mean, I, wait, what's my alignment? <laughs> <laughs> Lawful good. Oh, I guess I wouldn't do that. Wait, Probably not. Let's see who goes first. No, that's only in combat. So you can do whatever you want right now. Um, I am going to go to the front desk and examine the drawers. All right, so you're going you're gonna to go through the drawers. I'm All of you guys have been left alone with Jed for a couple of hours now. Greg and Varys have not come back into the sheriff's office. I think they're dead. You think they're dead? Um, I'm gonna. Maybe that. No, I'm examining. I'm examining the desk. So I got a twenty-three. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, you got a twenty-three in your perception, looking looking through the desk. Oh. Found something <gasps> rare. You do. You do come across some notes that uh, Greg was writing down, and um, on the notes it shows that. Wait, the teenage guy. Yeah, the teenager guy. Greg with the gerbil. Gerbil Greg. Greg. Uh, Steve, Steve the gerbil. I know, but it's gerbil Greg because he owns gerbil Greg. Yeah, he owns Steve. 
So it was written down that uh, Mayor Smith, because I'm really good at coming up with NPC names. Maybe it's Smythe. Smythe. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll stop. No, that's good. Mayor, Mayor Smythe. His daughter and son um, are missing. And he wrote this down. And so that was the note that um, Greg had given Varys when you had first walked in. And that's what caused Varys to to leave right away. Okay. Um, then I keep... Then I want... You also find the keys to the jail cell. Good. Then I... In lock... Well, I unlock... Um, Jed, and I tell him. Jed, wait, you were gonna unlock the you're cell? Unlocking before you tell him something? No, I. Oh, wait, no. Um, I'm telling him before I unlock you. You have to promise me this. Do we know if these dragonborn interrupting are people? You you you've never seen one mm. in the flesh before. You do know of them. Okay. Um. So you don't you don't know. All right. You just know they're big and scary looking. Gotcha. This is ready. If I unlock you, I have to promise me this. You will never get drunk again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And. I don't know if I can promise that. And please Try. keep out of sight of Officer. Varus. Varus. And. You do know they're going to let me out in the morning. Well. Oh, it's night. Okay. Well, here's. Well. And that's when the front door opens up. <gasps> then I sneakily put the keys back, and then I'm ready. Um, roll a uh, sleight of hand. Two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing at my desk? I mean, Varus's desk. <laughs> um, we. Could I have tried to distract them with like a song and dance number? <laughs> well, you could have, I guess. I'll, I, I didn't. I'll dance and you do the dance. Yeah. Well, I, I just thought you were such a great person that I thought you might have some wonderful things in there. What were you doing with the keys? Um. You weren't going to let this guy out, were you? No, she was just looking at him. We were admiring their craftsmanship. Um, okay, I want... <laughs> she was just looking at him. Wait, I wouldn't be able to lie. Would I? She was just looking how cool those keys <laughs> I just, were. I just, I just, I just wonder if I, I should get those keys I want you to roll. I want you to roll a charisma check, and I want you to roll it with advantage. So that means you roll it twice, and you pick the higher number. I, I get plus zero. Okay. And I... Now roll it again. And you pick the higher of the two numbers. Six. <laughs> See, okay, you got you got a nine. Um, I I really don't feel that comfortable just leaving you folks here unattended now. Um, no, I'm really worry. sorry to have to do this, but I'm going to have to put you in one of the cells. No, no, don't worry, don't worry. How wide are these cell bars? We're part royalty, and um, if you don't trust us, we will do something about it. They're they're. They're, um, well, so, so Westman is a town of a lot of mixed races, so the bars are half together. They are, they are halfling proof, okay, yes. Fair it's like, I'm really sorry, but I'm, I'm gonna have to put you in here while, while we wait for Varys to get back. Um, I am part royalty, and if you don't trust us, I will do something very terrible to you. Ooh, I want you to roll a, um, 
intimidation. And, yeah, roll intimidation. I'll call my dad. <laughs> both Wait. of you, both of you, roll intimidation. Are and will we have us together? Is their dad, if they're royalty, do we know? He's like he's an uh, he's a duke. Uh-huh. I haven't given him a name yet. Of Earl. Yeah. Four. And what did you get? Eight. Okay, <laughs> well, you, you girls, you're just getting all the bad dice rolls out of your system right now, right? No, yeah. wait. No, I, no you, I got uh, an eight. You don't get to roll it again. I use my halfling nimbleness and just. Walk I got through, a ten. Walk through him out the door. Um, you you could dash right by him, but the girls can't do that. I know. So you'd be leaving them behind. Well, well. <laughs> I mean, I could come back and rescue them because I know where the keys are. So so. <laughs> So Greg comes over and he grabs the keys out of your hand. He's like, I'm really sorry, miss, but you're going to have to step this way. And he leads you to the jail cell. Do you seriously don't trust me? Well, you were rooting through my desk and you had my, the jail keys in your hand. So I'm calling my dad. You're, well, well you're, you already tried that. You just took the keys with you and left us out of the cell. Would that oh. work? No, wait, wait. Oh, that's, that's a really good idea. I want you to roll a, a charisma check. All right. Wait, wait, look at Let me call. Into the oh, mic. Oh, come on. I don't have any cell service. Uh, too loud. You get it? That, that was loud. Yeah. Sorry. You don't have any cell service. <laughs> oh, just plain. I see. Charisma. We okay. took, there's plenty of cell service in this building. I got because there's cells. Yeah. Cell service? Yeah, I got it. I got it. What'd like you get? 19. 19? Oh, okay. So, yeah, he's, uh, Greg is actually, he looks a little relieved that you came up with this fantastic solution to the problem without. I'm a charming, charming halfling. Yes, you are. So, so he gets to make sure that Jed doesn't get let out and he doesn't have to, to lock these, uh, elephant royalty up into a jail cell as well. He seemed really uncomfortable with that. It's like, okay, this works out pretty good. I, pro- I probably shouldn't have left my keys at the desk to begin with, but. That'll, that'll just be our little secret that I left them there and that you and that one of you tried to take them, okay? Now we've got that on him. Don't tell your boss. No, the, yeah, you don't tell my boss. You don't tell my cuz, okay? Okay, okay. So we're, we're well, then we won't tell. We, then right? we won't tell that, that? your boss that. Are we all lawful good? Um, I think so. I think you're all lawful. Then we won't tell your boss that we have... Yep, we're in agreement. No one's going to tell my boss. This is is awesome. If he tries to ask you a question of a mysterious one... Yeah, if he asked anything, I I didn't go somewhere and forget the keys. That's, that's, and and you were all perfectly well behaved and didn't do anything. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And you promised never to tell and never to tell we did something. All right. So let's move this along. That's yes. perfect. So Greg takes his spot back at the desk, closes all the drawers that you left open, organizes the papers, and then um, he leans back and he starts nodding off because it's been, it's actually a couple more hours and Varys has not returned. Hmm. And the three of you try I think and... think he's dead. You think he's dead. So the three of you try and make yourself as comfortable as you can in, on the benches and other chairs that are in the room. He had said not to leave Varys. Is that right? Yeah, Varys oh, said that okay. we had to stay here right. until, until question. It's good that I always bring a pillow in my a drill of do you always bring a pillow do you have pillow written in on your character sheet no okay then you don't have it (laughs) i can add it yeah okay fine wait where where did i put it um i i don't know you're like you're just conjure a pillow sure why not dad 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 yeah i got explorers pack so could i explore oh yeah let's what's well uh, the explorers pack just has some equipment in it so sammy 
The Explorer's Pack, that has a backpack, a bedroll, a mess kit, a tinderbox, 10 torches, 10 days of rations, a water skin, and 50 feet of hemp and rope. Just write it in, honey, wherever you want. Um, I'm going to... Um, yes, um, Sammy. Um, what's the bedroll? The bedroll that's like a sleeping bag. I'm going to take... That works. That's a weapon, though. You I'm going to, to take my bedroll out, and I am going to make myself comfortable. Oh, okay. Um, so let's say that we spend enough time here to, to be considered a long rest. So everyone gets their spell slots back and gets their hit points back if they're missing any. It's a any. good thing I always bring a pillow in my jacket. <laughs> that is a good thing. <laughs> um, so it's almost morning, and Varys does finally come back. Yay. Galaxy is super surprised because he's not dead. <laughs> so he comes in, and he walks over, and he whispers something into, into Greg's ear. Uh, got to feed your gerbil. <laughs> Steve's dead. <laughs> you're such, you're, you're such an idiot. <laughs> and so Varys, um, he looks over at the three of you and he says, you're free to go. And then he goes over to the wall and he grabs um, a coat and some other equipment off of the wall. And he starts going through a closet and then he rushes out of the building. Hey. And he leaves you with Greg. Wait, did you steal my pillow? Does he release... The dragonborn? No, not yet. Okay. Did you steal my pillow? But he said the three of you. No, he's already gone. Uh, no, he did. He did not steal your pillow. Oh. You're still using it. It's right there. Oh, I can see excuse it. Excuse me. With my with my eyeballs. Why are you guys rushing? When they fight, when they are about to walk to out my the bed. door. One at a time. When they are are about to walk out the door, I yell, "Why are you rushing out?" Well, Varys doesn't respond, and he runs out. And, and Greg says, well, uh, Varys is uh, having to do uh, organize a search party for... Uh, You're lying. Uh, I don't... You're I, lying. I know when someone lies. I'm, I'm, do you want to roll an, roll an insight check? Can I at least say what I was going to say? What were you going to say? Huh? Oh. Oh, the pillow stuck to my back. Eight. You got an eight? Oh, you found it. Okay. <laughs> um, you, no, he's, he's, you think he's telling the truth. There's... Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So you think he's lying? Okay, that's fine. So, uh, so the, cause the mayor's kids are missing and they haven't been able to find him. So Varys is organizing a search party. So, um, but you're lying. But he also said that there was another break-in uh, with more cobalts. Um, and there is they actually found a dead body of a cobalt, and it seems like the uh, the homeowner killed one of them. You said you'd release this. So yeah, so you're yeah, you're free to go. You said you'd release. Well, it's not quite morning yet. But yes, it is. It it it, it is. It's one a.m. It's um, I I don't have a, I don't have my my Casio watch on to confirm that, but just a minute. So okay, so you really want me to let this guy go? He did really nothing. He's just drunk. Well, he broke a cart. Yeah, he did, he did break a cart that he's going to have to pay for. Um, yeah, just let him go. He'll pay later. Oh, okay. well, I really don't think you have the authority to tell me to do that. Um, so I'll, I'll let him out in a couple of hours, maybe when Varys gets back. He, t remember yesterday, he took a while. So if you're saying he'll take, he'll be very quick and everything, he's probably going to take like 29 more hours. Hey, he might. You might never even let him go. Okay, I'll, all right. I'll tell. I'll tell you. That I'll. I'll let him out. But you. You. 
you have to you have to do something for us. Um, we will pay you for the cart that he broke. Wait, why don't we find out what it is he'd like us to do? Oh, first, <laughs> what, <laughs> what would you want us to do? Um, well, Varys is pretty busy right now with the uh, with the, the search party for the mayor's children. But there's we, no search party. There's there's totally a search party. So you, you better not. You don't be know lying. what that means. I'm, I'm Steve, not you, lying. Steve, you don't know what that means. Yes, I do. Um. No. So, you but we think it's a party. We it's st- not. But we still have uh, the the break-ins because there was another robbery during the middle of the night while you girls were here. That's the reason why Vera said that you're free to go because you obviously didn't rob anyone because you were here the entire time. Um, and not doing anything malicious or anything with with the keys because okay, I had okay, those with okay, me the entire okay, time. Okay, I'm setting a timer, and if you don't, when it goes off, if you don't set him go, you're gonna be in trouble. So I'll call my dad out. Of, out of the cells. Does oh. she have a messenger pigeon? I, 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 again, I haven't established what's the primary mode of uh, communication in this okay. world. Okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking ravens. Yeah, raven. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, how about like a messenger squirrel? Messenger squirrel. <laughs> Depends. Or a mole. Gerbils. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very small messages. They're, they're tweets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tweets. I don't understand. Oh, then, okay. well, then it should be a robin or something. Right, it really should be. It should be little Tweety Birds. Yeah. One at a time. Okay. So, um, so, but, what, so Greg continues on. Um, so what, what we need is, since I, I know that you girls had some experience with some kobolds already. What? Thank <laughs> <Beg> your pardon? <laughs> you, so... The three of you fought some kobolds yesterday, right? What? Yes. <laughs> so, um, so Ver- Varys and what? Lon- <laughs> so Varys, Varys and the other people in town are very busy with the search party for for the mayor's kids, but we still need someone to investigate the kobolds that that have r- been robbing us over the last couple of days. And oh so- yes, I would like a hot dog. Um. So th- this this isn't a, this isn't a drive-through. You and you can see me right here, and um, no, you can't order any food. No, no you're no. asking me to if you would like a hot dog. Th- th- no, I I did not use the word hot or dog anywhere in that sentence. <laughs> um, so this is getting a little awkward. I'm gonna. Um, Wait, you, you just said they it. want us to figure out where they are and try to stop them or something. Yeah, yeah, we've we've got some eyewitness reports that said that the kobolds went out. Uh, they they went to to the to the northwest and were wondering if maybe you could track them down, um, find out where they went, and come back and tell us. Do you have any other information on these kobolds? Well, um, no. Perfect. Let's go. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. The timer's set. Okay, yes, wh- I would not like a cheeseburger. When you get when you get back, um, Jed here will be released. How's that sound? Is that a deal? Well, when the timer goes off, he shall be released. Okay, I'm not, not really sure where you got that that timer from, but it's it's set for. Is it an hourglass, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's an hourglass. It's, it's like a sand timepiece or something. Yes. Thing. Yes, I like hot dogs. Moving on. So you guys got let out of the sheriff's office. And again, he directed you to the northwest, and there there is a road that leads northwest, and that's where the the witnesses of the kobold said that's the direction that they had went in. And I'm too busy eating my beetroots. 
do. Well, you can you can walk and eat at the same time. You so can. let's say that you you do that because you want to hurry and let, and make sure that yeah, Jed gets out. We're on the way. We're on the way. So you walk and walk and walk. Um, and I want you to either roll a perception or a nature check, whichever one is the best for you. Um, I will do. I I can do either because I got plus four on both of those. Roll it up then. So okay. All of us? Yeah, all of you. So I think I'm gonna do. I got eleven. You got eleven? Okay. Plus four is fifteen. The twenty cider. The biggest one. Yep. Eleven. Eleven. Do you add anything to it, or that did you add stuff to it already? I didn't. Okay. I got fifteen. What do you What do you add to it for your for your uh, uh, perception check? Right there, the plus three, right? Yeah. So eleven plus three, so fourteen. Okay. Eleven plus three. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shit, no. Aaron, what did you get? What did Dave get? Four. Four. <laughs> okay. Fifteen. You got a fifteen. Okay. So um, Mimi takes the lead, um, and you've been walking for for a while, and the sun is starting to come up over the horizon, and uh, Mimi looks down, and you can see cobalt tracks in the dirt road. Cobalt tracks. So you know that they went this way. And in fact, you even spot um, a, a couple pieces dog. of gold that got dropped on the side. And I pick them up. Me, <laughs> I'm closest to the you ground. You don't. You don't see them though. Oh, oh, Mimi's right. the one that notices them. Um, and I pick one. I pick them all up, and I kind of wipe off the dirt. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to bite it. Make sure it's real. <laughs> <laughs> and one just comes well, out. I will be doing a perception check. Yeah, you already did one. Yeah, so so what are you trying to... Yeah, you, you spotted them. I am trying to remember what if I've seen like a picture of this or something like this before. Oh. Um, I'm thinking. It's a common currency. It, 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 it is, yeah, it is a common gold piece currency. And I don't that, remember anything. That probably comes from... But then, probably came from Westman. But I no, then I noticed it and I found a really weird piece and I wrote no, it off. And I, wait, wait, wait. And I found I think it. That, I think that you're not the dungeon master. Yeah. I and, know. And Mimi was the only one that, that made a high enough perception check um, to to see the gold pieces. So she's the only one that can see them. And so I pick all of them up and put, put, and then I pull out from my explorer's pack a backpack and I put them in there and hold, carry my backpack. Okay. You put the gold pieces in your bag. Okay. We keep moving up. Now, as you move on, um, the sun starts to come up and you start walking by a little pond or a lake and you see that there's a man who's out fishing in this boat and he's, he's a chubby guy uh, from where you're at. He's got, he's got a, he's got a beard. He's a human. He doesn't like this. Yes. That's, that's the look that he's making on his face right now. And he's fishing. He didn't catch any fish. And, that look? and he doesn't notice you, um, but he's out in, the, out in the middle of the lake and he's just fishing, minding his own business. Um, and so you start walking, walking by the lake. Um, all three of you roll another perception check. Perception only this time. Perception only. Yep. What did you get? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, one plus three equals four. You got a one. Yeah. You got a one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thirteen. Eight. Are you, you got eight? Are you okay. keeping a log of those here? Um, only if they're really consequential. No, like I got rolling 16. a critical failure on a perception check is not going to right. be that big of a deal. I got a sixteen. 
No, you got a one. <laughs> you can't re-roll it. No. <laughs> All right. So you keep the three of you keep walking past the pond. Uh, Wait, but Dave, not... Dave, oh, you okay. look back, and that's when you see um, that the the man that's in the boat is now uh, fighting with a a fish monster person. Like this person? Yeah. Well, it's like it's like a Merman. humanoid fish monster. Like this. So, Merman. This is what he's doing. This is what he's doing. You you don't notice this. So, yeah, you don't. No, Galaxy, you're, that's you're, what he's doing. So we're we're almost past the pond, but that's when you look back, and that's and that's when you see this this portly fellow, and he's got an oar in his hand, and somehow like his worm bucket ended up on his head. Am I within? Uh, if I use my uh, thermaturgy, thermatology, he's he's too far away. Darn it! He's too far away. All right. Um, Can and I shut a door in his face? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> So he's got an oar out and he's fighting with with the cuz the, so this creature is like it's got a big huge fish head with like sharp teeth but uh, but it's got arms and it's got legs yeah, and it's got I claws. Yeah, picture that legs. shark thing from Scooby Doo with Sonny yeah. and Cher. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. yeah I remember that. And so hey, it, you guys, there's a big fish guy wrestling with that chubby fisherman. And so then I look closer and I'm like, So you turn around and you look and you look back just in time to see this guy. He trips backwards into the boat. And he accidentally kicks up um, the oar, and the oar slams into the jaw of the of the fish monster and knocks it out cold. So it's floating. Yes. Is this a river or a lake? It's a lake. Okay. And so then I look closer at the fisherman, and then all. And he he wipes his brow. He's clearly relieved to have that over with. And he he wipes his hand across his his big belly, and then he sits back down and he starts fishing again. Wait, no, <laughs> no, wait. Then no, then I look in the water and I and I'm trying to see if there's anything else coming its way. Nope, nope, that's it. Do you think we should go and see if he needs assistance and maybe even capture this fish monster, see if it can speak, ask it some questions. That's when, he seems to notice you guys now, uh-huh. and he looks up and he waves at you. He's like, "Hello." I use my mage hand to do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is mage hand um, is is that a cantrip or is that a regular spell? Cantrip. Okay, so you can use his mage hand um, as well. Okay. How far is he away from us? Oh, he's like like um. He's like a hundred feet out into the lake. And so then. No, it's a hundred feet. <laughs> then this is what I'm doing. Ninety-five. And he he waves and he yells back, "Hello!" And he goes back to his fishing. Ahoy there! Do you need any assistance? No, I'm. I think I'm good. I'm pretty what? good out here. What? What's your name? Um, my name's Guy. What's your name? My name is Mimi. Hi, Mimi. Nice to meet you. I'm Galaxy. And huh? you, I just waved my hand and hi. also the mage hand. <laughs> hi, 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 Galaxy. I'm, I'm Dave. Hi, Dave. I'm I'm Guy. Nice to meet you. Hey, may I ask you a quick question? What the heck was that? Not really fish sure. Man, thing. Do you see much of those? Nope, never seen it before in my life. Weird. I know. So I'm gonna Just, like keep it right. Yeah. Are you are you by chance related to uh, Greg? Oh, from from West. Um, no. Okay. But I, I know Greg. I'm oh, all right. I'm from Westman. Oh, fair enough. Are you friends from him with him? Um. I wouldn't say friends, but I but I know them. Okay. Let's go collect that fish monster. I want to see what this is all about. We have hemp and rope. We could tie him up. 
So I will say that this this is an event that's going to be inconsequential to the adventure. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Forget it. Forget so, but this monster. is this is um, a little bit of a foreshadowing of introducing this character that that will come back at a later point in time. Uh, what the fisherman or the I I can't ask. Red Never mind. Balloon, well, the fisherman. Balloon. Okay. Yeah. So so guy will will come back fish at some guy. point in time. Fish guy. Fish, fish guy. guy. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name. All right. Okay. So moving on. Moving on. Um. So you move down the road, and. The three of you do come across um, a man uh, driving a wagon. It's still very early in the morning. And the wa- back of the wagon is filled with burlap sacks and other stuff that's jangling and jingling around. There's lots of metal that's clanging against each other. And he's just he's got a donkey that's attached to, to the wagon, and he's just driving along at a, at a slow, steady pace. And you... And just walking, you quickly overcome him. So he's driving it super duper slow. Can I do a perception check on what's in the back besides sacks if it's jangling, jingling? Sure, I want everyone to do a perception check. All right. Roll those dice. Girls, you too. 21. Mm -hmm. Nice. Girls, perception check for you too. Six. Six? Okay. (laughs) 18 plus. 21? You got 21 also. Okay. Hey, high five for 21s. Woo. Nice. So the two of you, Galaxy, or I'm sorry, Mimi, you don't notice anything amiss. But the two of you, you do notice that it does appear that it's filled with a lot of household random things. Um, a lot of A lot of the things that the kobolds had the first Robert. time that you encountered them. You also notice that this guy that's driving you've seen him before you remember mm. seeing this guy in town he's from west bend hmm. and that strikes you as odd especially since with how slow that he's going he would have had to have been out here in the dark to make it this far driving this wagon and this donkey that is weird that you know what that sounds like my keen perception skills of 21 tell me that he was out robbing all the houses he could and made his escape in the dark of night. What do you think? This is what I do. I do my explorer's pack and take out my 50-foot rope. Okay. And I start swinging, swinging, and I try it to um, maybe a a scrap. Like a... are you gonna try and lasso, lasso him? Lasso him? I'm no, not lasso him. Hog tie. But like lasso his like vehicle. Wait, <laughs> you're gonna lasso his vehicle? I'm kidding. <laughs> are there are there any large sticks around that are at least uh, like wooden dowel size? But I'm lasso. Uh, there are. May I grab one of those and stick it in the spokes of his wagon to prevent him from moving further? Sure. I saw a lasso. So, so just someone else cut the burrow free. So ju- just to paint the scene, mm-hmm. so you come across this wagon. He hasn't noticed you yet, right? So, but you do notice he's got a bunch of stuff in the back of his cart yep. that looks like that he stole from Westman. So before, so you're kind of doing like a surprise yes, attack on exactly. this. Okay. One of and you, I'm does lassoing. one of you have a blade of some sort? I don't think so. You, you have a scimitar. Yes. Yeah, that's I have a, a scimitar. Can you cut the, cut free the donkey and sure. give it a little slap on the rump? Slap. Okay. So I want you to roll, um, both of you to roll a attack then. Okay. Me? Yep. No, but I'm lassoing him. Oh, so. Oh, you're going to lasso you, with one hand and sword. What are you going to lasso? Are you going to lasso the donkey? 
Not the donkey. The, the guy. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna lasso the guy. Okay. Okay. Well, wait, 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 what kind of attack? Just a plain attack. Daddy, yeah, I'll good. roll the twenty sided to see if I lasso. Him. Yeah, I'm not sure what skill to use for that. I th- I feel like lasso would be sleight of hand. Well, so roll that. Uh, I feel like I maybe acrobatics. I got twelve. Well, Sixteen. Yeah, so well, Galaxy. Sixteen. Okay, so Galaxy, what were you going to be doing? That that twelve was going to apply to. Mage You're gonna do mage hand. Choke about. Remember, you can the the mage hand can only exert like ten pounds worth of force. Yeah, I know. It's not gonna be but lifting. Daddy, do I lift? It's not gonna him? lift. It's not gonna lift. Just gonna lift. grab He's his collar. He's just gonna grab his collar. Okay. I don't know. But She's Daddy, do I lasso her. him? Okay, so um, and so you were gonna stick a stick in the wheel spokes to yeah, try and stop it. I only it? rolled a ten. I don't know if I get any modifier. Okay. No, that's fine. Okay. So and you do it. Okay. Um, so you stick the stick in the wheels and uh, Galaxy cast Mage Hand to help steady him and while he's being held by mage hand then you successfully lasso him nice and the rope goes around around his arms i immediately use thermitage to shake the ground while saying were you robbing the town of westman westman so the cart stops and he looks up startled and he looks at the three of you Um, what you still. I don't, I don't have a voice for this imbecile. guy, so I'm just going to use my other voice. Okay. You imbecile. It, what? It, imbecile? Um, I have no idea what that means. One, two, three. Huh. Interesting. Can Imbecile's I use intimidation r- and ask again? No, th- this, this was him that was saying this. He, he goes, one, two, three, and he right. says to himself, interesting. Um. Yeah, you could try and do intimidation if you like. Okay, I'm gonna intimidate and ask the same question. Did did he rob Westman? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, would you roll for? I don't know yet. I rolled uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Um, did you rob Westman? So it's a pretty good intimidation. He's like, um, me personally, no, I did, I did not. Aha, he's a middleman. And the then I go in. And then I go in his truck and start looking through it. He, he's, he's like, he tries to hold up a hand, but it's just like his wrist that comes up because his arms are short to his body. But then I start this. He's like, uh, uh, it feels like I'm wearing a really tight turtleneck right now. That's what he says. <laughs> oh, could, miss, could you, could you stop doing that? I've got some questions for you. Answer our we have question. questions for you I just, I just answered one of your questions. Yeah, you could you answer one of mine? Yeah, go for it. What? Um... So, um, are are any of you afraid of dragons? Nope. No, not really. I'm a little bit, maybe. Um, three. Everybody, roll an insight check. I okay. Oh, I nineteen. Ooh, I got fifteen. Okay. Four plus three. Okay, Seven. so you you don't make the connection, but uh, Mimi and Dave. This question seems oddly similar to the questions that um, um, Jed that Jed was was asking you earlier, right? And we took his. And you remember that? And you remember that Jed was dragonborn. He was a dragonborn. Asked a similar question, like if you were afraid of of him. Um, and Jed was also spouting out. He got arrested for disturbing the peace because he was spouting out news about an coming end of the world type of scenario. Wait, right. you kind of, I kind of feel like 
You're someone we know. Well, how about you ask a question, then I'll ask a question. Um, and can we do this while I'm... Can you, like, untie me? Or do we have to do this while you have me lasso? I don't feel do you comfortable. Have any weapons? It doesn't look like he has any weapons on him. Um, Pat him down. I don't feel comfortable. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey. Oh, tying up is okay. Patting down, no. It was just like, hey, <laughs> we, 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 we haven't even been formally introduced. You're getting a little personal there. Oh, right. Um, a bubble. Yeah, bubble. Yeah, um, bubble. I don't feel comfortable unless I'm untying the rope. Okay. But can you at least un- answer my question? Sure. Why were you in Westman? Um, well, I, I live in Westman. I work in Westman. But why were you leaving? Um, my, 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 this is a very, this is a very good question. My, my profession is, um, I, um, I, I transport goods from Westman with my, with my cart and my, my donkey here. I, um, I'm a transporter. Yeah. I don't Yeah, that sounds convincing. I don't trust you. Well, how do you get the goods you transport? So, well, so I think it's my turn to ask a question. I suppose you're right. Um, and he asks, have you ever seen anything like this before? And you blink, and there's something that's in his hands. You're not sure how it got there, uh, but it looks like it looks like a big tooth. Like a dragon's tooth Yikes. that's been that's been carved um, and and has been smoothed, but there there seems to be inscriptions on it. So, Galaxy, you realize that this dragon's tooth is something uh, is a magical rod. So, someone had taken a dragon's tooth and turned it into a magical item. Um, and in fact, you remember reading about. A very specific magical item that matched this description, um, and you think that dungeon this... master? Yes, I remember that that guy locked up said, "If you find any magical things, keep it." Yep, that's a good thing to to keep yeah, in mind. Good yep. job. Um, about so, well, I mean, so getting back to galaxy. So sorry, one second. So galaxy, you do remember reading about a magical item, a famous historical magical item in one of your. Uh, Magic textbooks while you were studying to become a wizard. Tomes. To- magic, a magic tome. Sure, that <laughs> that that sounds more convincing than textbook, right? I like textbooks. <laughs> and um, so this, when you were in training to become a wizard, you do remember reading about the. Um, yes. Oh, this is the Rod of Dragon Fear. And after you remember this, and so that so this rod suddenly appeared in this man's hand. And any the question they asked is, have you ever seen anything like this? And so you just made that check. And it's like you you haven't seen this in person, but you do remember seeing a drawn picture yeah. of this, and it's the rod of dragon fear. That's what you remember about it. So dragons get scared of it. You remember um, that whoever holds this can cast fear like they were a dragon, and most people in the world um, will run away from it, screaming in terror. Um. You know that too. Would you like a? If I could have it, would you want some gold pieces? Or oh, I'm sorry. This is this this is not for sale. Okay. So that's another question I've answered yours. So I have a question to ask. Mm. We got to use our questions wisely. So does any? Do you feel anything when I do this? And the the rod glows for a second, 
and all of you feel a tingling sensation inside your brain, inside your noggin. But then it goes, but it goes away very quickly. I knew it. Brain freeze. <laughs> brain freeze. And he and he gets a quizzical look on his face after after that happens. He goes, "Interesting." Most most people would run away in terror when I use the the rod of dragon fear. It's interesting that it had absolutely no effect on the three of you. I felt a little something something. So I'm not going to answer any more questions. So now we have to... I am part royalty. Okay, we're going to roll for initiative now because he oh, is yeah, he's yeah, he's done with the questions. Wait, he's tied up still, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah he's tied. Okay, who got what? I got 15. I got 16. Got 10. 16. So he looks I... like he's about ready to make a move, but you get the jump on him. What are you going to do? Jump him. I really enjoyed Magic Missile. <laughs> Cast Magic Missile, babe. <laughs> do it up. Three. Boom. Right at him. Okay. That's true. They, you don't, the, it just hits. It just hits. Right you don't have to do anything. <coughs> either way, he's probably going to die. <laughs> all right, so roll. All right, remember you got to roll the. No, you don't have to roll for it. It just automatically hits. You got to hit the damage. So, roll. But you have to roll the damage. You have yeah. to roll your d4 plus one and roll that three times. D4. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Looks like a pyramid. Three. Plus one is four. Mm-hmm. Now do that two more times. Three, four. Two. Three. Yeah. Okay. Two. I did three times. That was three times. Okay, so then you did nine points of damage altogether. It was three times. Nice. So I killed him? You did no, you you did not. Almost? Um no. Tiny bit? Hmm. So is he powerful? So you let out three glowing darts of light of your magic missile, and they they slam into him. And they knock him off of the wagon. And that's when the donkey whinnies and actually takes away running. In fact, with how slow that they were going before, you're shocked that this donkey could run as fast as it does. But it takes off running with the wagon. Maybe that wagon was real heavy. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, so next is Dave. Dave. So this is a magical mace? Yes. It just says mace. It, it is a plus two magic mace. It's a very, very powerful mace. All right, let's mace him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my eyes! <laughs> so, okay. Uh, I have to roll to see if I hit him first. Yeah? Yep. Roll. Let me know what yeah. you get. Uh, uh, say the so attack bonus. I got 20. You got 20? Okay. Yeah. But uh, not a nat 20. No. 14 okay. plus 6. Okay, you hit him. Sweet. Three... Three? I, nat one. Yeah. Oh. Plus two. Okay. <laughs> way, to go, way to go, Dave. Yeah. I hit him in the toe. <laughs> and he's like, well, it is oh the closest body God. part to you, I imagine. Right? I suppose, yeah. Or maybe you just like hit him Angle. in the shin. Yeah. Just, ow. Achilles. Ow. That hurts to get hit in the <laughs> shin. No, no, he's like, ow, my toe. All right. Mimi, it's your turn now. What I'm going to do, I'm going to use my quarterstaff and pass, cast that. The, sh- the, the shellag spell? Yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to roll. Okay, so that should be a D8 plus one for your damage. Um, I got 18. That hits? Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to roll for damage. I know which one I have to roll. That's Wait, yep. where is it? Pyramid. 
There you go. D8. Yep. One. Oh, so you do two damage. She got five. No, I did it. Uh, oh, okay. I know. All right, so. So you hit him in the other toe. That's what happens. Oh, my. Oh, a dog. Still tied up. Still, he's still tied up. Okay. Yep. Um, so he can't move his hands. No, he can't move his hands. We're hoping but he can't, but he can kick. It's like his. A... It's his turn now, and he um, he actually uses the dragon tooth and brings it up and cuts the rope, and then he disappears. No. All right, Galaxy. It's your turn. Firebolt. You do a firebolt into what? Okay. Oh, is okay. I'm gonna okay. let you. Yeah, you can cast it, but I'm gonna. Um, you're gonna have to do it with disadvantage. So that means that you roll the twenty set or twice, and you choose. You have to pick the lowest number out of the two. Why? Because That's you can't see him. He's invisible yeah. now. Yeah. Three. 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 You got two threes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She got a fifteen, and then she got three, and then no, a fifteen. She rolled two threes. I two threes. Wow. No, okay. no, she didn't roll two threes. She she did. You yeah. weren't even looking. So galaxy. No. So you shoot out a firebolt and it just it shoots out into the air, um, and doesn't hit anything. Mm-hmm. I just want to see where he was. Okay, Dave, your turn. My turn. Um, so I might get creative, if I can. Sure. Uh, so I have common clothes. Am I wearing those? Yes, you are wearing your common Darn. clothes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything that's ashen. In my, um, in my priest pack, do I? In yeah, we just looked at the priest pack. I Let's know, go back to I it. I just can't remember everything. <laughs> Trying to figure out like a tar and feather situation with water and ash or something. Um, I suppose you have. Um, I have incense, but I have, have incense first before I get ash. That's true. Uh, so um, I guess I'm not going to be able to do what I want. I get, unless I just use dirt. Is sure. there dirt around? Yeah, you're, right, you're so on a dirt road. I am using my water skin to douse around the area and hopefully hit him with water. Okay. And then throwing dirt to see if I can reveal his location and then attack if I have enough moves to do that. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there is there a skill roll that we could roll for this? Um, I don't know. You're the DM. Roll your... <laughs> um, roll survival. All right. Survival. Where's my 20... Survival. I've got twelve. You got twelve? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um Okay. So you throw the dirt up and the water, basically just trying to sprinkle it around everywhere to see if you can try and, and get something. Um and you don't notice really any any difference. Fair enough. Um Am I still able to attack or is that not No that that would be your action. Darn it. Okay. Well I tried well, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'll say that's your action. See Fair if it was just because you did the dirt and the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you just would have done like the dirt, like trying to kick up dirt, then I would have let you attack. Right. right. So now knowing that, you can revise if you want. No, that's fine. Okay. You, I would have still done it that way because I don't think the dirt would have done what I wanted. I wanted to stick to him if he moves. Okay. Mimi, your turn. I, ha- um, I need your opinion about what I should do. Okay. Should I do some dancing light, and the glow will show where he is? No, the glowing won't because he's invisible. So, oh. like, so were you thinking like it might cast a shadow behind him mm-hmm. or something like that? Yeah, that won't. Yeah, that won't work. Oh, um. So then I'm gonna go to my plan A. Plan B. 
Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> she was counting backward. Oh, she was right. counting down. Okay. No, no, it was originally in my first. It was plan one. This is plan A. <laughs> okay, so I'm going <laughs> to climb on the trees. And you're gonna run. You're gonna climb a tree. Yeah. Okay. Well, the highest tree near me, and then I'm going to see where his wagon is. Oh, okay. And then I'm going to know where to go. Okay. Hmm. All right. Sure. Um, there is a climb. I think there's a climb skill. No, athletics. Roll athletics. I got one plus. Okay. Either way. Sixteen. Total. Okay, you got a 16. Okay, so you, you run over and you, you climb a tree real quick, lickety split, and you look out and you can see a cloud of dust from down the road from the, the wagon and the donkey. And they have made some surprising progress. It's like you still can't believe how fast that, that donkey is going. Wait a minute, the wagon went with the donkey because we cut it free, I thought. No, no, oh, that didn't she happen. She tied it up. Yeah, yeah, she tied the guy up. I forgot. Yep. Darn, my story yep. was so much better. So it keeps. So you could see the path that the cart is going in very, very clearly because it's leaving a big dust trail behind it. I am Iron Man. Hmm. Okay. And so, then what I'm going to do, I'm going to hop on the trees to get closer. So you're going to chase after the wagon? Alright. She's abandoning our um, battle. Galaxy, it's your turn now. Is there anything else that you would like to do, or are you thinking that you would just go after the wagon? Which one's more important? Get closer to the mic. Which one's more important? That's up to you. You get to decide. Go after the wagon. You want stuff I'm, or do you want to beat guys I'm up? I'm just going to use my mage hand. Just like, You love mage hand, don't you? Yeah, I love it. I'm just going <laughs> to go over there and make, just put, make my mage hand go. Oh, that, oh, that's a good idea. You can like move the mage hand around in the air to see if you can try and locate the guy? Yeah, and then if I find it, I can go down and hold. hold, hold Grab that dragon down. tooth out of his hand. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Um, okay, so um, I want you to roll. Ooh, that's 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 good. I'm gonna give you some inspiration on this idea. So what inspiration means is that it's a point of inspiration that you can use to give yourself advantage on any roll. You can also give it to, or she can use it. She can use it right away. Sure. Um, or you could choose to give it to someone else in the group and give them advantage on their role as well. So I'm guessing because you have this inspiration, you want this role to be as good as possible. So I'm guessing that you're probably going to want to use it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, All right. Roll. We'll erase that one. Yep. Roll a d20. But now and, I know where it is. And pick and tell me what's the highest of the two numbers. Seven. Seven. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right. So you get it. You get a seventeen. All right, so you move, you, so you cast Mage Hand, and you start waving it around, and you do, um, you do hit the guy with nice. your Mage Hand, and Back you in. do, and then suddenly, the dra- the Rod of Dragon Fear does appear on the ground, and you hear the guy curse under his breath. All right, Dave, your turn. Uh, I'm going to use my. Halfling ability of nimbleness to run through him and grab that darn thing. Okay. You you grab it, you scoop it up off of the ground. Okay, and I mean use it on him immediately. <laughs> what? Can't I do that? Um sure. Wouldn't, um, it, wouldn't it make him kinda of poo himself and run away? <laughs> I mean 
Maybe we don't want him to do that. Maybe we'll Yeah, have... I might go everywhere. So you run up, you <laughs> grab it, and you try and act, you, and you successfully activate it. Okay. And you feel the magic come out of it, and you hear this guy scream out, ah! And you hear loud footsteps running Wait, away from you. he still didn't become visible again? No, no, he just, he just ran away. Hmm. Well, that was maybe and a poor what... plan. So this, now he's invisible forever. This is what I don't know. This is what I'm yelling at Dave. Now we can't catch him. Well, I may have been hasty. Um, so up in the trees, you do notice um, some branches and some uh, plants being moved by this guy moving away. And you also notice that from the water and dirt that Dave had cast around before, that there's some footsteps that are leading out from it. And you can tell that there's some footsteps and there's some movement of the of the trees and branches and other plants that he's actually moving in the in roughly the same direction that the donkey and cart went in. So, wait, does Dave have that like magical piece now? He does. Yeah. He does. I, that's why he's running away. I used it on him. I knew that, the but tooth? I didn't know if you the still tooth? had it. Dragon yeah, dragon tooth. Yeah, the dragon tooth. Um, I am going to be yelling down. Hey, I know where the directions are. You you get down. You tell them that it looks like that this guy is running in the same direction as as the cart. Um, and I'm guessing and then, that you're probably all going to want to pursue. And then and then and then and then they look for footprints. Yeah, and you see the footprints just like you saw them Do before. You know how far away he's gotten so far? It's it's hard to tell. Um, I mean, I'm a halfling, so I probably couldn't overtake him. So I would make um. I'd make everyone uh, roll a uh, a nature, okay, nature skill to see if you can keep tracking this guy. Sure. Nat twenty. You got a natural twenty. Yeah. Plus <gasps> uh, nature. Natural thirteen. Twelve. Oh, I got nineteen with. <laughs> oh, is it a well, but, it, but it's a twenty. But it is a twenty. Plus it's a natural twenty. Plus. So you know, so you know what shoe size this guy has. Perfect. Um, and you know exactly what direction that, that he's going Can in. Can I tell you what I want to do? What sure. I wanted to do? Sure. I wanted to try to pair up with these guys to triangulate his position, use our rope, and make a trip wire with, like, holding it. He's too far away from that you. That was what I was Yeah, because he ran yep, away yep, yep, at yep, the yep. fastest possible right. speed that he but could if run. I can triangulate his location... Okay. So, but based off of that success, I could say that you can track him now while he's invisible. Well, then I just cut my hands around my mouth thusly, and I say... Stop running <laughs> with my uh, thermaturgy. And I also rumble the ground because that's my favorite. Okay. Careful. So you make, you make the ground shake. I, can, like, okay. make the ground I shake cannot even hear yell. myself in the, like, in the mic. Yeah, I know, honey. That's why we ordered you some new headphones because those aren't working very well. I'm sorry. These are $7. They're really good. We, we ordered her some new ones. All right. So they're on their way. So... um. Well, you track, so he doesn't come back. You're not able to, to find him anymore, this, this guy. Did we ever, no, we never caught his name, did we? No. Okay. Um, so he's running away um, full of fear, full of dragon fear, based off of the, the rod of dragon fear. Um, and you track him down the road a ways, and then you do notice, because you got a natural 20, that you're able to track him. He went into the woods. Mm. Bunch of broken branches and plants, and you track him through the trees. And after tracking him, pretty well for about a mile you do come to a cave and the donkey is sitting outside of the entrance of the cave the donkey and the cart made its way back here 
Can we and, just take the cart? And there's lots of there's lots of tracks that are leading into the cave. There's you can see that there's draconic tracks that lead in, and you can also tell, Dave, there are goblin tracks that are goblin. leading into this cave as well. I hate goblins. I know. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Kurt, Dungeon Master. My apologies if I sound a little odd, it's a little late, uh, late night editing and recording as I'm finishing up the work on episode two. Just wanted to add a quick note to the end of this, um, that this episode ran a little long, so thanks for sticking with this one. Uh, my goal is to try and keep these episodes under an hour each time, but sometimes I'm not successful and it doesn't work out that way, but um, I think there's some good stuff in here and I hope you enjoy it, but uh, I will do my best to keep it, keep it shorter moving forward. So a couple things real quick before we go. Uh, we're still working on some kinks out in the audio and video recording process. So appreciate your patience patience as we get that worked out. Uh, the quality should be better now for the audio, uh, but the girls are still getting the mic etiquette down. Um, I was also able to lower the audio file size. So for folks downloading it, it shouldn't be taking up as much bandwidth. Uh, we're going to try and get on a schedule of every two weeks for a new episode been going pretty hard the last couple of weeks. Um, we did episode zero and then immediately the next week we did episode one and then immediately the next week now we've got uh, episode two. Um, and just unfortunately this just isn't a, isn't a pace that I can I can sustain for uh, for very long at least not while keeping my job at the same time. Um, so trying to get this down to a rhythm of, of every two weeks for uh, for a new episode but I hope you've been enjoying what we've had so far. So more importantly, what I wanted to get to is I wanted to say thanks to everyone for their support of this podcast so far. This is something that I've been enjoying quite a bit doing, and, it's, and I know it's something that the girls have really been and enjoying and being a part of as well. So uh, very pleased to, to hear all the positive reactions and the encouragement that we've been getting from folks so far. Uh, also specifically want to throw out a thank you to my friend John Murphy, who composed the music on this show. And kept me from having to deal with intellectual property um, on music or from having to write my own. So th thank you very much for that, John. Um, also, a big shout out to Matt Lane and Aaron Allen that have uh, guest starred so far being Dave. It's been a lot of fun having them on for the adventures and look forward to having them uh, having them back in the future um, and having other people guest star as uh, as Dave, our favorite uh, halfling cleric. Um, and last but certainly not least, uh, I have to do a super big shout out to uh, Judd Kivi, uh, an old, old friend of mine, um, who's got an awesome podcast of his own called uh, Simply The Dads. Uh, check them out on iTunes or at thedadspodcast.wordpress.com. Uh, Judd is a new dad and his podcast is all about what it means now to be a dad. It's a funny and honest and um, just a fantastic podcast. And I had the pleasure of guest starring on his show a couple of times now. Um, I hope to have Judd on here as a guest sometime soon as well. Uh, Judd gave me some advice and guidance on putting this Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters podcast together and really helped inspire me to to start this thing in the first place. So, so thank you very much, Judd. Um, and everybody, uh, check out the Dad's podcast when you can. Later.